Hi guys, welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host Melina. I hope you're having an amazing Monday because I'm back. She's back. I hope you guys didn't forget about me because I definitely did not forget about you. Where do I even begin? I recorded this intro like five million times because I couldn't get that. Hey guys, welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. Right. Like I was like, oh, that sounds bad. Ooh, I'm rusty. She's rusty. I missed you guys so much. I definitely needed that break. I had initially decided that it was going to be like, oh, just like a two-week thing. And my body was just like, Melina, chill out. And your audience is still going to be there. But I had so much to say. Like, so much happened within a month. And I know that initially I told you guys like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take this time off. I'm going to be working behind the scenes. Well, I tried that. For the first two weeks, I was like, yes, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to get all these guests lined up. Let me be honest with you guys. I didn't do shit. (laughs) Well, I did do things, but I didn't do anything with the podcast. Like when it came to like setting up guests and doing all that, I told you guys time and time again that I'm not very good at planning and I know that's like not a good thing, but I'm kind of a spur of the moment kind of girl and all my recordings come from the heart, it come from experience, and yes, some are planned, and I do plan on still bringing guests, but I was just going through it. I don't even know where to begin, but on September 26th was the last day that I uploaded a podcast, and I thought to myself, you know, perfect timing, I just came back from vacation, I could take a little break and I'll be back on the one-year anniversary of the podcast, which was October 11th. It's a couple weeks it's going to be fine. As the days went by and the anniversary of the podcast um, approached, I was just like, I just don't feel like recording right now. Like, I really feel tired. Like, I don't even know what to talk about. And I just felt like nothing was really going on in my life except work. And I'm not going to bore you guys with that. <laughs> but I mean, that is part of my life. But I just, I felt down. And I think it was like post-vacation blues along with like just being disappointed by men. I know I say like you shouldn't let it affect you, but this last one I was just like, yeah, I give up. Single for life. You guys know that I'm just dramatica as fuck. I'm not gonna be single for life. I was just very disappointed by the last person that I dated. Funny thing is that I am very open to dating and I love effort and I'm willing to put in effort if the other person is and I'm all if I'm also liking them. So this last person I dated he was putting a lot of effort showing me like that he was interested and I was thankful for that and I was also interested but little by little like things started happening very quickly and I think it's because I'm in my healing girl era so I'm very aware of things that people do patterns and things like of that sort I have a love-hate relationship on how in tune I am with emotions and with actions of people because I'm so aware that sometimes it's a little scary and I try not to jump into conclusions but 9 out of 10 my gut is always right. (laughs) There's been a couple times where I'm wrong but I need to trust my gut more often and that's something that I struggle with because 
I think to myself, like, maybe I'm being a little harsh or maybe I want everything to be perfect and no one's going to be perfect. And that's why I am open. Like, I know I'm not perfect. I'm far from perfect. But there's some things that are deal breakers. For example, I was dating this person. I don't have a lot of time and you'll make time for the people you want to make time. Like, I would stay up late and meet him halfway or he would come this way because he lived a little far, which was understandable. He put in the effort. I put in the effort. But one thing about me is like, I'm always running late, but I'm always on time. And this person was constantly late. And to me, that's irritating because I, you know, as girls, we get ready. Like we have, we have a routine. We shower, we do our hair. I worked like my whole day around, like hanging out with this person. And if like three or four times he was late. One day I was hangry and I did say, hey, like, I don't appreciate you being late all the time. If you want something later, just tell me you can't make it at the time that we agreed on. If you don't value my time, then just say that. And he was like shook, right? He was like, oh my gosh, like you're really upset. And I was like, yeah, like time means everything to me. And if you're not respecting my time, like that's pretty disappointing to me. I was very pleasantly surprised about how he received that. He apologized and he told me that he was going to try more and it wouldn't happen again. So it didn't. It didn't. Um, He even showed up earlier sometimes and I appreciated that. And I was like, wow, like this is going good. We're already learning how to communicate. Then one day he tells me, hey, like I want to take you to an NFL game. And I'm like... Yo, a un juego de NFL. Like, I've never been to an NFL game. I've been to, like, a USC football game. But this is different. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down. Like, go football. <laughs> no, but I was really excited. And he was very hyping it up. And he's like, yeah, we're going to go on Sunday and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm going to buy you a hat. And I was going to rep a team that I don't even know. And I'm glad I didn't because they're not good. <laughs> but... I got all excited. I was like, oh my God, he's taking me to a game. So come Sunday, your girl's getting ready, right? I'm all talking about how I like to be on time. He lived towards the area where the game was going to be at. So he said, hey, meet me at my house by 11. And from there, we'll head to the game. And I'm like, perfect. So I got ready. And then I call him and he doesn't answer. And I'm like, what the heck? And finally, he's like, oh, hey, sorry, I was sleeping. I'm like, sleeping? You're supposed to be awake. We're going to a game. Like, you know, I'm getting excited. We're going to go potty on a Sunday. Wild thing, Melina. He's like, oh, hang tight. Like, I don't know if my brother got the tickets. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, I got ready for a game where you don't even know if you have tickets. Pero yo acá muy calmada. Like, oh, okay. He's like, let me call him. And then he calls me back. He's like, hey, my brother's not answering. And I'm like, we're not going to that game. Like, I already knew in my mind. I'm like, we're not going to that game. This is all BS. So he calls me back. He's like, hey, my brother said his kid is sick, so we can't go. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, anyways, this story is really dragging out. But I have to fill you guys in because what kind of chismosa would I be if I didn't fill you in? So he goes... We can still hang out and go watch the game somewhere. I can go to over to your side of town. And I'm like, no, I'll go over to your side of town. Because I'm like, what if this guy doesn't live where he says he lives? And I don't know. I just wanted to make sure everything was matching. He's already being inconsistent. Like, 
to me, I've always been like this since I was a kid, and my dad was like, no te puedo decir donde te voy a llevar, porque si no, chingas y chingas hasta que no te lleve. And I'm like, yeah, like, I am a woman with a plan. I was a kid with a plan. If you told me we're going to Toys R Us, we're going to Toys R Us. When I was little, my dad used to always say, ahorita vamos, ahorita vamos. And I'd be like, ahorita's ahorita, mañana's mañana. And he'd be like, ¿Cómo chingas? No te puedo decir a dónde te voy a llevar si no, no paras de chingar. Anyways, I go to this guy's house and I leave my car there. We get in his truck and then that's another red flag. Don't date a guy with a truck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> but we go to this bar and they're playing the game and they have food, which is what I went for. I had a beer. We're having a good time. We're laughing. He's teaching me about football. And then he turns to me and he's like, hey, can I ask you something? And I'm like, oh, God, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what's up? He goes, my brother just texted me and he's telling me that we should go watch a game at his house. And I'm like, what? Like, that brother couldn't go anywhere because the kid is sick. And... I didn't want to be the person that says, no, I don't want to go. Because then he's going to be like, oh, she doesn't want to go to your house, bro. I should have said that. <laughs> but but it was good that I didn't. I was like, it's up to you, whatever you want. He's like, yeah, let's go. Like, I haven't seen my brother. And, you know, he's by himself. And the kid's sick. And, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what am I getting myself into? Pero dije, you know what? Es mejor saber ahorita con qué clase de personas me estoy metiendo. <laughs> so I was like, I'd rather know now what type of family he has. We get there. The brother's like, hi, nice to meet you. And his wife's there. The kids are there. And I'm like, whoa, this is like really family family. <laughs> but they were very nice people. And I was like, oh, he has a good family. Like, I like them. They're chill. They were talking, watching football. And then, you know, us fellow Mexicans do the tequila comes out. But the guy I was dating was the one that brought a tequila. He's like, hey, bro, let's take a shot. And I'm like, a shot on a Sunday? And he's like, you want one? I'm like, no, I'm okay. So then I take a shot, and then I take another one, and then I take another one. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, you have to drive. And, you know, I have issues with drinking and driving. I don't have issues with drinking because everybody likes to have a cocktail, but to a certain extent, we don't need to get fucked up on a Sunday. But I was like, whatever, that's you, bro. Like, I have to wake up early tomorrow. Yo no puedo tomar así. Do what you want. Is this a norm? Which is fine when you're at a family party. But we weren't. This wasn't planned. He still had to drive me to get my car. And I'm just thinking, like, holy crap, this guy can pound. <laughs> and I hadn't seen this side of him. So I was already not liking that because I'm like, this is very irresponsible of him and not a very good impression. So we end up leaving and we're walking out and I'm like, hey, let me drive your car. And he's like, no, I'm fine. And I'm like, please let me drive your car or unless you can Uber, like you come to get your truck tomorrow in the morning, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. My mistake. I know. I know. I shouldn't have gotten in that car, but I did. So I get in the car and it wasn't very far from when he lived and I'm just quiet the whole way because I'm just like, feels like I'm reliving. I know I shouldn't bring past experiences, but drinking was a problem in a previous relationship that I had. And it was a constant fight. And I just, I don't know, like, I don't get the let's get drunk on a random Sunday watching football. If you do that, that's cool. But also, like, let me drive. 
that's where I get pissed off when people are so like adamant that they're okay to drive they're okay to drive so I was just like quiet the whole time and I'm like I'm just gonna head home because I didn't want to deal with it and I was very disappointed and I was just like oh god like this is not it so the day had started off low went high because we were having a good time and then it went low again when we get to his house thankfully we got there safe he says what's wrong and I tell him like I really didn't like that you didn't let me drive when you know you've been drinking so I'm fine I'm fine I thought to myself it's only been like a few weeks have we've been dating and you're already showing me this side of you like I don't know maybe it's a good thing it's a good thing right because I figured out what type of person he was he was a heavy drinker and was masking it by saying like oh no I don't go out much or no I don't and just little comments that he would make like oh my mom's saying that I've been staying home a lot lately because I used to go out a lot with my friends little things started adding up and I was like oh I don't like that so right away I go into like shutdown mode like we'll talk another day like I don't think we should talk right now because it was getting to the point where like oh you're comparing me to your dad and you're comparing me to your ex and unfortunately having my podcast has been an obstacle um dating other people because I feel like I'm very vulnerable well I am very vulnerable in my podcast but these dudes have gone through my podcast and listened to them and it's hard to hide because it's a huge part of my life and I know that when the right person comes that that's not going to be an issue but also kind of hurtful when someone says like oh you're comparing me to your dad you're doing this why am I getting emotional (laughs) But if I don't cry, is it even a podcast that I made? (laughs) But I was just like so angry. I was hurt more than anything because I was like, wow, I show my vulnerable side to you and you turn around and like did this, you know? But in my head, I'm thinking like, it's the alcohol talking, like just walk away from the situation. I said, you know what? I'm going to go home and we'll talk another day. And I just left like that. Like I was like, I'm not doing this right now. Like I've been in this spot before and I'm not going to repeat the cycle. Like... I will remove myself from a situation where I'm not finding, like, a solution and just save it for another day. That's how my mentality has been lately. So I left. I come home. He's, like, blowing up my phone and saying I'm blowing things out of proportion. I'm like, you know what? We'll talk another day. You're probably thinking, Melina, you're so harsh. There was a lot in between. I can't really recall because I have the worst memory. But this was kind of, like, the final straw. And I decided between going to sleep that night and work all day at in the evening I was like I'm gonna text this guy and tell him that I no longer want to see him because it wasn't just this it was multiple things and there was a lot of good there was a lot of good I won't lie but these were kind of deal breakers for me and I was struggling with myself and thinking like you're being too harsh no one's gonna be perfect blah 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 and I'm like no but you know these behaviors like it was like the little angel and the little devil on the side like just fighting with each other and the little angel won and said you know what go with your gut so Melina went with her gut and he's like thank you so much for everything I appreciate all the dates we've gone on but it's gonna be a no for me I said it in much nicer words so he goes really like that's it and then I had a facial so I kind of put my phone on silent and I just let it like sit there (laughs) I was telling my 
girl that does my facials and explain the situation and she's like well maybe like he messed up and people make mistakes and you can't be like so this and I'm like yeah you're right so when I came out of my facial he had told me if you want to talk please call me like I'd love to talk to you so we talked and he finally apologized which was should have done it earlier but he apologized he for what he said for what he did and said like I really like you like I'm not perfect you're not perfect either and just like really made me see something in me that I've known but I've hidden that once I find something that I don't like I kind of run I tend to do that because of my past but I'm getting better at it and I can't believe I'm saying this <laughs> on the podcast But yeah, he kind of called me out on my shit. And I was like, whoa, like a man that can call me out. Like that's a first because I've had many guys get mad at me, but not many guys call me out on something that really like struck me like, oh shit, like I do do this. Anyways, he got this like extra vulnerable side, which was weird because he came out of a stupid situation where he was being mean about my vulnerable side. (laughs) So I decide let's give this another try and... I was pleasantly surprised with how happy I was and how many cute dates we went on and just like thinking, wow, I was about to throw all this away and he's a good guy and this and that and I'm glad that I gave it another chance and I was able to, you know, talk to him about it and express my feelings and he was receptive. Plot twist, things didn't work out, but let me tell you guys about the last date. So on the last date, um, he had a work event. He got to my house pretty late, but we were going to dinner and we made it work. We get to dinner. He says he's not hungry, but I'm like, boy, I'm starving. I don't care. I will eat if you don't want to eat. We're having a grand old time. And then all of a sudden he turns to me. He says, there's something that I need to tell you. And I'm like, my heart just dropped. I'm like, what now? You know, you have like a child somewhere or you have a girlfriend or you're married. (laughs) So I'm like, what's up? He goes, I had to contact my ex and I needed to tell you because I don't want it to somehow, you know, you hear about it and I don't want you to think anything of it. So I'm like, okay, why? He's like, oh, it's because she's spreading rumors about me and she's saying that I'm bipolar and just like, like very, very visibly upset. And I am just letting this man talk while I'm eating my flautas, drinking my sandia margarita. And I'm like, "Mm, this is weird. So the whole time I'm silent, right? I'm just letting him talk, letting him express himself. He looks upset. And I let him finish talking. And then I look at him and I'm like, do you still have feelings for this girl? Which is fine. You guys were together for a while. Um, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they could have broken up like two weeks ago. Quien sabe, yo no sé. Or they're the type of, uh, you know, exes that get back together on and off and they date other people, whatever. I don't know the history. Never really asked. I knew that the relationship was a long-term one and that it ended like far, four or five months ago or six months. I don't even remember, to be honest. Pero le dije, do you still have feelings for her? And he goes, oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I'm like, then why do you care about what she says? Because I had an ex-boyfriend who was going all over social media spreading rumors about me. And I never once cared because I know that I'm not whatever he was saying I am. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, no. Like, I don't care, but I don't, I want to clear my name. And I don't know. To me, 
hasta se me quitó el apetito. And to, for me to not want to be hungry anymore. I'm just kidding. I ate all the flautas. But I was just like, left the bad taste in my mouth. And I was just thinking to myself, like, oh, why? We were doing so good. Why? And him, he thought, like, oh, I'm being honest with Melina. Like, this is good. So, yeah, yo estaba con, like, oh, I don't know. Like, this doesn't sit right with me. So, there's the little angel on my right side and the little devil on my left side fighting with each other again. And then we get into this conversation and we have a disagreement. He said something that did not sit right with me and was very disrespectful. And I made it known. And I was like, what is your problem? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I kind of went off on him. And I had every right to say what I said. I won't get into details of what exactly happened because it's not worth it. I was visibly upset. And I made it known. He had not seen that side of me. He had only seen the nice side of me. And it was shocking to him. Anyways, we both went our separate ways and called it a night. The next day, we're talking about the situation, and he goes, you need to control your emotions. I don't think he realizes who he was dealing with. Um, has he listened to my podcast? Hi, if you're listening. But to tell me to control my emotions is not something that I will allow. You have every right to be upset when you need to be. I was not disrespectful. I didn't call him names. I just stood my ground and I expressed my feelings towards what he had told me. I told him, I will not apologize for expressing myself the way I did. I had every right to be upset and I will not be able to be with someone who tells me to control my emotions when I had every right to be mad. And then he's like, I don't like your attitude. And this was over text, okay? And I was like, well, I don't like you telling me what to do when it comes to my emotions when I had every right to be upset. And I, I stood my ground and I don't like your attitude. I'll talk to you later. It's really cute how he thought there was going to be a later. <laughs> but uh, I drafted this text because, you know, I don't want to I don't want to be a ghoster. I have done the ghosting and I didn't think it was right to ghost this person because it was somebody that I was actually like really liking and it just caught me off guard. And even, like, the friends that I had shared who I was dating and, like, just little details here and there, they were pleasantly surprised about everything. And so was I. Like I said, I was very on that no one's perfect, but there's some stuff that is non-negotiable. And him telling me to control my emotions was the absolute, like, nope. Drinking, nope. Like, two very important things to me. Expressing my emotions is something that I will never allow someone to again control. Um, I don't think I was disrespectful. I know I wasn't disrespectful. So anyways, I just said, hey, like these are non-negotiables for me and I think we're not a match. And he's like, likewise, exclamation mark. And what I've been doing lately is, you know, the people that are like, don't block people. Let them see them living your best life. The people that I have blocked, I do it not out of, oh, like, you're not going to get to see my stuff because you know what? You're still watching. Those people are still watching. They'll find a way. They'll find a way to watch your shit. Your haters and the people that dislike you are the people that are watching you the most. So, 
I do the blocking just because I don't think you deserve space in my life and I don't want to see your face. That's why I block people. So I blocked him. I blocked his phone number. I blocked him on all social media. So yeah, that's how that ended. And it got me in this funk. I'm not going to pretend that it didn't affect me because it did. I had just come back from vacation. I decided that I was taking a break from my podcast. I was dating this guy that I really liked and all of a sudden I wasn't. And what was funny is that I had just uploaded that episode saying everything was going great. So I had to go back and like cut part of the episode and I'm glad that I did it because that would have been embarrassing if I put it out to the world to to know. But here I am telling you guys anyways. I was definitely in my feels because I felt like I let my guard down for 0.5 of a second and I got a little hurt. But part of me being open with you guys is showing like the healing girl era and the dating era and just me in general. Like I know you guys listen like listening to my drama. So not only that, um, I was going through that, feeling down, work was freaking crazy and I was feeling overworked, overwhelmed and I thought to myself, wow, if I would not have taken that break from the podcast, I would have gone crazy because that's how I felt every day. Like, me sentia tired, exhausted. Have I gone to the gym? Not that much. Have I gone on walks? Yes. I've been really struggling with working out, finding energy. And I think it's because for a long time, like I was in this like schedule, right? Like I would work out and I would make time and I would do my TikToks on my lunch break. Or I started going to the gym on my lunch break and just being very dedicated. And I had kind of like a schedule, but not a schedule, but tenía like limited time. All of a sudden, I had all this time again. I didn't know what to do except sleep. But I was feeling super tired and just, it was a lot. It was so much and I was sad. I was sad. I thought, am I even good enough for this podcast? Like, I don't know, you guys. Maybe I need this podcast because... When I didn't have, like, something to do, but at the same time, no tenía energía para, to record or anything. Because I thought to myself, I'm going to record some episodes and have them ready so that way I could, you know, be ahead of the game. But I just, I couldn't. I physically couldn't do anything. I was exhausted. My body was just like, nope, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to think about anything. I just want to lay here like a potato. <laughs> I am so lucky to have friends that call me out on my shit. Um, and that tell me when I'm wrong or tell me when I'm right. And my friend Amanda and my friend Angela are that to me. They will definitely always tell me like you did the right decision or hey, you were a little harsh or this or that. And I always, they're good people. So I opened up to them about the situation with this guy and they were like, you had every right and you did the right thing. And I thought to myself like, wow, this is growth because I needed to go through this. Be- Everything happens for a reason. You guys know that's my favorite motto. But it showed me that I have changed so much that I don't react the same to certain situations. Like, I have found a way to express my feelings. I know what I want and what I don't want. And unfortunately, sometimes it sucks. But 
I say, I, I jokingly say like, I'd rather be stupid. Like I want to be dumb again because it was easier. And although, yes, it was easier. I was hurt very, very much when I was younger because I would tolerate a lot of things and I would take guys back and it was like a back and forth. And now when I'm done, I'm done. And speaking of that, so I went through that. I can't believe it's been 28 minutes and I've been talking about just the dating. <laughs> I guess this is good because that way I can um, record another episode tonight or tomorrow and have one ready for when I'm on vacation. But I this episode will just be like a catching up with Unbreakable Latina because she's been gone. But anyways, I redownloaded the dating apps and Guess who had the audacity to like my profile? Yes, you guessed it. The dude we've been talking about this whole podcast. He liked my profile and he put a little face, like the little face covering his eyes, his hands with his eyes, like kind of peeking through. And the old Melina would have definitely matched with him and went off on him. The new Melina just reported him and said, I do not want to see this person in my feed. (laughs) So yeah, that's called growth, ladies, growth. (laughs) You don't have to have the last word. You don't have to tell somebody what they did. They know what they did. You sometimes walking away is the best thing. And I love that about myself now that I just walk away and I'm okay with that. You don't have to give anyone explanations I did give this person explanations, but I don't have to reiterate what I already said. I said what I said. Um, This person was not a match with me. And that was that. And I learned my lesson. Go with my gut and stop second guessing my gut. (laughs) All right. Enough about dating. What else has happened? Oh my gosh, it's been so long. And someone said, you better have taken notes of everything. And I'm like, oh, I haven't. I have not. Um, Someone called me ma'am and I was really offended. I I was joking about it at work. Um, this younger guy, he's new, so I get it. And he's like, "Good morning, ma'am." And I'm like, "Oh, why?" Like, that's when I know that I'm definitely getting older. I'm gonna be 33 next year. Where did the time go? One day I was 30, and now I'm 33. Time is flying. Do I feel 33? Yeah, <laughs> because I cannot party like I used to. I will die the next day if I go out. Um, I have to choose wisely of where I go out and what I drink. Because if not, uh, the next day is a total waste of time. But someone called me ma'am and I made a video and everybody was like, why are you getting offended? And But it was a joke, guys. It was a joke. And now I tell that guy, please don't call me ma'am. My name is Melina. You call me Melina. (laughs) He's like, it's just I'm used to it. I'm like, I know, but I don't like it, which is funny because he called my friend sir. And he's like, you call me by my name. You don't have to call me sir. Someone was like, I thought you were embracing your senora era. I'm like, I'm definitely embracing it. But when you call me like ma'am, I don't know. It just sounds ugly or senor or senora or doña. Oh my gosh. No, mejor senorita. My time off was an emotional roller coaster. It was, it had it, its highs and lows, but the lowest was probably the day that I got banned from Instagram. <laughs> so, jokingly, I got this DM from uh, Papa de Azúcar, aka a sugar daddy. I don't know if it's true, I don't know if it was real, but it was probably fake. I got it on my personal Instagram joke i get those a lot right but i thought it'd be funny to post it and i even thought of posting it on my unbreakable latina 
Instagram, but I was like, nah, I'm not going to post it on my Unbreakable Latina. I'll just post it to the people that follow me on my personal one. So I posted it and I posted the screenshot and I said, my prayers are finally answered or something. My dream has come true. Someone wants to like financially support me because I jokingly always say I need a sugar daddy. I do need a sugar daddy in case anyone's wondering, but I don't want to give sugar. I just want to, you know, give you a good morning text and then tell me, tell you how much my bills are. That's it. (laughs) Uh, I put it up on my story. Ha ha ha. He he he. Everybody was laughing. You know, people were DMing back like you're so funny, blah, blah, blah. Like this is your, your answer to all your prayers. You'll live in life, you know, going about my day. So the next day I wake up and I tell my friend, like, is Instagram down? Because it keeps on saying, like, loading, loading. She's like, no, mine is working fine. Then I started noticing that my Unbreakable Latina was working fine. But my personal one wasn't. Finally, I'm able to log in from my laptop and it says that I have violated the community guidelines. And I'm like, what did I do? Then I see that it's the post that I made about the sugar papi. Papa de azúcar. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it was a joke. So I'm trying to appeal it and it's just not letting me. It's not, it's freezing. It's not letting me. So for like 48 hours, I was in Instagram jail and it's not a cute place to be at, okay? No one could bail me out and I thought my profile got deleted and I was devastated because you guys know how hard I try for all those thirst traps. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. But I thought that sucks because I talk to a lot of people on there on the daily and it's a bummer. Pero que vamos a hacer, verdad? Lo que pasó, pasó. I violated the guidelines, but thankfully I got my Instagram back and everybody was so supportive and they were there with me through my trying times (laughs) i'm so dramatic i swear but i was just like oh my god like i'm glad i didn't post it if i would have posted that to the unbreakable latina instagram i probably would have spiraled because um if this profile got deleted this is how i talk to most of you guys it's probably like the only way i connect because i've done tiktok but not as much lately like instagram is where i do my stories with you guys and i talk to you guys and i see a little bit about your life when i look at your stories or you send me stuff or i don't know i just love that's the way i connect with you guys and if i would have done it on that so Definitely going to be very careful about what I post. I don't want to get banned ever again. TikTok jail was not a cute place to be. How could I forget the biggest announcement that I had? I finally made the tote bags you guys have been asking for. I am so appreciative of all of you guys who have ordered them. They look so cute. I love taking mine to the grocery store, to the farmer's market. And they are on my website. You go to www.unbreakablelatina.com and then you click on the shopping link and you can see them there. So order yours today. I am so happy with how they came out. They're a big, like a big tote bag. They're not the small ones. So you could fill a lot of stuff in there. And I did that on purpose because I'm like, I want to see you guys at the grocery store or you know, your gym bag or your work bag. Why is it that we women always have like 500 bags when we walk into work? I always laugh because one of my coworkers one day pointed out like, why do all of you girls have separate bags for everything? And I was like, I have my gym bag. I have my lunch bag and my purse. He's like, every damn girl is always walking in 
with 300 bags. I appreciate all of you for ordering and continuing to support the podcast. It means the world to me. You guys still share my podcast. And some of you even have messaged me saying like, hey, I've been re-listening to your episode because I really miss you and where have you been? And please come back. And I'm back, guys. I'm back. I feel great. I'm excited. Um, Did I plan anything for the podcast? Absolutely not because we don't plan here. We just are spur of the moment kind of girls and go through life and then want to talk about it. It's just, I don't know, it just feels more natural that way for me. And that's how I've done it since the beginning. And I will continue to do it forever. (laughs) So during my break, I did uh, go on my IG story and I told you guys about how TikTok had this update where you can see that people have you in their contacts. And it was so funny to see that because I was like, wait, why does this person have me in their contacts? And all of a sudden, I mean, there was a few people that shouldn't have my phone number, but whatever. They weren't, they were irrelevant. There was this girl who I, whose ex-boyfriend I dated or current boyfriend, I don't even know. They probably got back together because why does she have my phone number? I never met this girl. And I know that one time she did try to add me on Instagram But I thought it was hilarious that my phone number lives rent-free in her phone. If you're you're listening to this podcast, delete my number. Like, why do you have my number? It's weird. I don't want your man. You can have him. And I was just laughing because I I made that story and all, all of you were like, how do you see this? But I guess only some people get that feature. I'm one of them. And I think it was so funny because my sister was like, I don't have that feature. And I'm like... Oh, maybe it's not everybody. But I got some good laughs from that. Since I had so much free time, I decided that I was going to say yes to more things. So I ended up going out with my coworkers, something that we don't usually do, like this particular group. And I had a blast. Like we had so much fun. And seeing people outside of work is a total different like experience. We had a blast, we we had some drinks and a lot of laughs and I was just like, oh my gosh, like I miss going out. But then the next day I was dying. So <laughs> uh, like I told you guys, my 30s is definitely like they they really show when I go out. What else did I do? I went to the Dia Los Muertos Festival at Plaza de la Raza in Lincoln Heights. That was so much fun. I went with my family and I invited my friend Amanda. She had a blast. We danced all night. We It rained on us, but our culture is so beautiful. Like There was just so much. Um, I'm definitely going next year. I spent a lot of time doing things that I hadn't had a chance to do, like thrifting and you guys seen my thrift hauls I'm I'm so good at thrifting that I I don't know how to act sometimes today I actually went because some of the clothes didn't fit me because you know these hips don't lie from my last week's haul and I had to return because you could only exchange like you don't get your money back you can only exchange it like for credit so I went today and I definitely got more outfits for my trip that I'll be going on next week and at a fraction of the price, like all together with between the two weeks that I went, I think I spent like 60, 60, 120, maybe like $150, but I got so many outfits, a lot of brand name stuff and a lot of new with tags. Like today I got these really cute um, shorts, they're Levi's and they were only like $6. And you know those Levi's, I saw them at Kohl's the other day 
and I believe they were like 50 bucks. So yeah, it's a steal. If you haven't gone thrifting, you're missing out. I cannot believe that I've been recording this podcast for 39 minutes and I am still not done. <laughs> I swear, like I have so much, so much happened. What else did I do? I went to the Karol G concert with my mom and my sister. It was so much fun. We were singing our little hearts out. My mom's like super cute because she like became a Karol G fan because that those cientas copas because I would replay it and replay it and replay it. And she's like, Pones a la que dice Marica, yeah. <laughs> so we had a blast. We're singing. It was the best. Two weeks ago, I went to a Halloween party and I dressed up as Medusa, según yo, that I tried. I'm not very good at makeup, but it looked good. I could have done a better job, but I didn't practice. So my cousin's friend invited me, and I invited Angela. We had a great time. We danced. We played beer pong. We took jello shots. Like, who is she? Me and Angela were thinking, dude, this feels like college again. Like, it was a blast. It was perfect because um, it was not too far from where I live. So we had so much fun. Halloween has always been my favorite holiday since I was a kid. My mom used to always make us our costumes. So when I went to high school, like, I always had the most unique costumes. I definitely want to be that person that has a Halloween party every year because they're so much fun. And I know I had said that I was going to do something for my one year anniversary of the podcast and I didn't do it because like I told you guys, I was going through it. There was a lot going on. I had planned to do something big. Think big, bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That TikTok is always in my head. But probably something smaller where it's easier to plan and maybe I can meet a few of you guys that live near me and then we'll think bigger later. Pero empezar chiquito y luego más grande, ¿verdad? The one year anniversary of the podcast came and I was very overwhelmed and very proud and just emotional all around. Um, I have learned so much about myself this past year. You guys have been las amigas que nunca pensé que iba a tener. Thank you for your support, your messages, your tagging me, sending me something that reminds you of me. Like, I, in a million years, I would have never thought this would have happened to me where I would connect with so many like-minded people that have gone through the same experiences that I have that relate to things that I never thought people related to when I felt so alone, when I was going through a breakup, when I was feeling alone, feeling like no one will ever understand the things that I've been through. And now I see that a lot of us go through the same things, we just don't talk about it. And like I said, being vulnerable has been so freeing yet so scary and I'm putting myself out there and now everybody knows my business, but if it's helping at least one person, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good that me being open about the experiences I've been through helps one person. Like, it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes me feel fulfilled. And I can't thank you guys enough. And thank you for continuing to, like, fuel me to keep going. Because sometimes I do second guess myself still. I know. I'm crazy. But we all do it. 
And I see it from other creators who express themselves about like, I I go through these ruts where I don't feel good enough and I shouldn't even create and I shouldn't even do this. But we need to take up space and we need to continue doing what we do and putting our culture out there and ourselves out there and showing that there is a diverse world and it's not just one type of person. Like we're all different I know many of you have started podcasts and it makes me so happy when I get that message like, hey, thank you for inspiring me to start a podcast. And I'm like, I did that? (laughs) Me, little Melina? And I'm so proud of all of you. I'm proud of all of you for opening up to me and for opening up to the world because if you're starting a podcast, like it's scary. I was talking to one of the home girls and she was just like, dude, what am I doing? Like, it's scary. I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm all, if it doesn't scare you, it doesn't change you. And she's like, you're right, you're right. But wow, it's a lot of work. And it is a lot of work. But when you find a passion for podcasting or anything, it doesn't feel like work. Even though it's exhausting sometimes, it just makes you feel fulfilled. At least that's how I feel. And I know once someone finds a passion, now it all makes sense of how people are so passionate. Like, I see people working extra hard like they work that eight to five and then they do their their side hustle and sometimes you go to work because it's funny because I was talking to one of my co-workers and he said that one time someone said I'm just here for the direct deposit so I was like I really like that because I am just here for the direct deposit and we started laughing so now whenever like a problem arises we always turn around to each other and be like I'm just here for the direct deposit Like, it is what it is. My passion is podcasting. And one day I hope that this is my full-time job. And let's manifest that. (laughs) But anyways, let's get into some questions that you guys have asked me. I've been rambling. I hope you guys don't find this episode boring because I'm like, I don't even have a topic. And almost all my episodes have been where, like, I have, like, a topic to go off. And this topic is just Melina rambling about her break. (laughs) All right. So one of you asked me, are you close to your primas and tias? I ask, girl, because minds be shady. LOL. Hashtag boundary set. And let's see. Let's get into it. So on my mom's side, there was like family drama because siempre alguien se pelea por los terrenos. So that was something huge. I should do a podcast on that one because I was just telling my mom how sad it is that a lot of families break apart because of land like you're not gonna take that when you die it's crazy to me so as far as my mom's side i only really hang out with one of my uncles which is the uncle that i always talk about and that you guys see on my stories but i don't have aunts on my mom's side my mom's the only girl i mean i do have aunts because my uncles are married but we're not close to the rest of the family um we see them one my oldest uncle we see him occasionally but not often But it's basically just the uncle that I always talk about and my aunt. And I love my aunt and my uncle. I hang out with them all the time. They're a good time. We always have a blast together. Uh, No drama. My other aunts I, I don't speak to. So not that like I have anything against them. I just don't talk to them because of all the family drama. Like no one gets together anymore. On my dad's side, unfortunately, I have lost a lot of family members on that side. And when the relationship with my dad ended, um, 
I feel like that family kind of doesn't talk to us anymore, which is sad. Like, I still talk to my primas here and there, but everybody's doing their own life. And it makes me sad sometimes because I look at pictures of when we were younger and we used to, you know, get together. But once the pandemic hit, it was really hard. And during that time, a lot of my... Well, not a lot. Two of my... It's a lot to me because a lot of my dad's siblings have passed away and... It's very sad that when people pass away, the families kind of grow apart. And as much as you try to keep it together, it just doesn't feel the same. And I think sometimes it's because you miss those people. And, like, not having my dad in my life has, like, whoa, she's back. She's crying. Not having my dad in my life has made me be very distant from his family to the family members that are left. And it sucks. But it is what it is. And... I do talk to my primas that are local, like, here and there, like, you know, Instagram. And it sucks because I think with social media, you feel like, oh, I know what's going on in their life. Like, oh, I see their kids or, like, they did this or they did that. But it's not the same as getting together. But we definitely um need to make an effort to, like, have, like, things where we get together. Sometimes my family, like, will get together and be like, we need to do this again. And then everybody gets caught up in their lives. But life is short. I was just telling my mom about that. Like, I, we need to get together more and do, like, family things because I don't know if it's just my family, but I feel like a lot of people have grown apart, especially during the pandemic, because you kind of just want to stay safe within your immediate family and you kind of shut off the whole world. I don't know if anyone else feels like that. Let me know. But I don't have like any sort of drama. Some of my dad's sisters, um, they don't they don't talk to us anymore because of all that stuff with my dad. And the sisters that did talk to us are no longer with us. So that sucks. Okay. The next question is, how do I start getting out of my comfort zone? I feel like I'm growing out of my life. Yeah, I feel you. Sometimes you feel like your life is just like, ugh. Um, I need something new. I need to do something new. Little by little, like do something small. Let's say you wouldn't go to lunch by yourself. I'm that was how I kind of started doing things on my own where I would just be like, okay, my goal today is to go have lunch by myself and sit down and enjoy my cheeseburger solita inside the restaurant, not in my car or anything. So little things like that or join a class, do like a kind of like a test try, try a Pilates class or try a workout class at the gym. Do little things and the more you do, the more you'll start getting out of your comfort zone. Basically, just do something that you normally would never think of doing and then little by little, you'll start trying more and more and then be like, wow, I could really do anything. How do I feel about marriage and kids? Uh, Personally, I do want both. Um, I never was the type to say I wanted kids or I wanted to get married until I hit my 30s. So yeah, I do want that. I want a relationship. I want to have children. If it happens for me, great. If it doesn't, that's okay too. I'm okay either way. It's not like a deal breaker if I don't get those things, but it would be something that I would love to experience. Another question I got is, are you single? Yes, I am definitely single. Are you trying to set me up with your brother? Is he cute? Is he tall? Is he short? Let me know. (laughs) Just kidding, but not really. I'm single. Someone else asked me if I would be in Love is Blind, which is funny because I watched season one and I was like, this is stupid. Season two, I didn't watch. 
season three, my sister came over the other day and we stayed up late watching that damn show. It's so addicting and it it's so cringy that you can't stop watching. So if you haven't watched it, you should go watch it. This week at work, someone asked me, hey, have you watched Love is Blind? And we all started talking about it and we're like, oh my God, this and that. And one of my coworkers was like, Melina, you'd be so good at that show. Like, you have it. Like, I believe in you. And I was like, why? Because I'm drama. He's all, no, it's just like, I feel like you would do so good. And we were just joking. So now everybody's like, let's put in your application. But I don't think I would do it. I don't know. Who knows? You never know. But it's crazy to me. Do I believe love is blind? Yes, I was very blind for a couple of years. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Um, I don't know. I haven't had that experience. I had the experience where I was blinded and I didn't realize that I was in a shitty relationship. But to say that I've fallen in love with someone that I've never seen, no, that's not, I don't believe in that. But quien sabe? I don't know. It might, it might work out for me. Maybe I need that. Another question I got is how long did you grieve after leaving a long-term relationship? Um, gosh, I can't remember. If I'm being real honest, I was grieving that relationship while I was still in it. They say that women emotionally, like, break up with the person before they physically leave. And I definitely believe that I was part of that, that statistic because I was already mourning that relationship before it. I physically left. And... After I physically left, it probably took like six or seven months where if his name br got brought up, it wouldn't affect me. Or I thought if I run into him, it wouldn't make a difference to me. I wouldn't feel a thing. But everybody's different. So don't think that you need to be over this relationship or this breakup so fast or take longer. Everyone's different. Don't compare your breakup to anybody else's because only you know how you feel and just be true to yourself all right that's all i have for you guys today i really missed you and i'm so happy to be back thank you for listening and continuing to support unbreakable latina it means so much to me go order your tote bag don't forget to rate review and subscribe Follow me on Instagram at Unbreakable Latina, on Twitter at Latina Podcast, and subscribe on YouTube. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.